Salon and Spa, where you are royalty. Specializing in children's hair, natural, weaved, and relaxed hair. Looking for a professional stylist who cares not only about how good hair looks, but also how healthy it feels? Then Royal Destiny Salon and Spa is the place for you. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, located at 4936 Albemarle Road, Suite 14, Charlotte, North Carolina. Call today to schedule your appointment for a more beautiful you. 724-734-8043. That number again is 724-734-8043. Do you want to know what men are really thinking? Do you want to know why you are not married yet? Well, come join us and have a sit-down as we have a candid conversation with an all-male panel featuring authors Perry Bam, Derek Jackson, and Troy Spree on topics such as love, relationships, dating, sending the wrong signals. What are we really communicating to men? Answers to preparing for marriage and more. So we can get the truth and nothing but the truth. So help us all, ladies, directly from a male's perspective. So go, register at melissamagazine.com. That's M-E-L-I-S-S-A, 
M A G A Z I N E dot com. Registration is only twenty five dollars. Hope to see you there. Are you wanting to propose to the love of your life, but you're just not sure where to start? Did you know that 70% of marriage proposals could be improved? Let Bespoke Proposal Planning Services ensure a yes for you. We will design, plan, and help you create your own unique proposal so that you can relax and stay calm. 100% irresistible or you only pay 50%. Visit icoordinator.com.au to create your dream proposal. Finding gratitude in all that we've been given in this world is often overlooked. By following the tenets of Gratitude Journal, 365 Days of Thanksgiving, you and your family can make great strides in living a more fulfilled, happy life one day at a time. Make a pledge to block all of the negativity and embrace life's wonderful journey by welcoming this simple routine into your daily lives today. Purchase your copy of Gratitude Journal, 365 Days of Thanksgiving at tinyurl.com forward slash n-m-w-j-d-h-o. Are you overwhelmed by all the conflicting and downright nonsensical nutrition advice online? What foods to eat, what supplements to take, who to believe? How would you like to have your own personal nutritionist absolutely free? Registered dietitian and licensed nutritionist Steve DuPont is there for you. Steve demystifies the world of nutrition and offers sensible, evidence-based advice in response to your questions on his podcast, Cutting Through the Nutrition Nonsense. Please give it a listen today at stevedupont.com. That's stevedupont, D-U-P-O-N-T dot com. This is Poetic Grace, and I rock with This Needs to Be Said. can I move on? How do I let you go when you're all that I know? How can I make it? I wonder every day. I guess I'll just have to. There just gotta be a way. How do I look at you and not burst into tears when I see how wrong we've gone and I think of all the years that we've spent growing together and obviously apart? How do I not hurt when I needed this to work for so many reasons, but I know that it can't for too many more. How do I let you go without telling you all that I feel? Would that change things? Make it all better? Get us back to being in love? We're not in love. That much I know. But because we still love each other, that's what makes it so hard to let go. Because that's what's real, and it doesn't change from day to day. And it's so hard to find. And it should not be so easily thrown away.
This is Jay Nicole, and when I need to hear what needs to be said, I just tune into This Needs to Be Said. MotivationMarketingFirm.com And you know I rock with This Needs to Be Said.
It's Aisha Martin of A. Martin Group and Precious Gems Worldwide. And when I need to know what's going on, I tune in to This Needs to Be Said. It's all here. There will never be a point in your time in your life where it's the right time to do a great thing. If you're waiting for that perfect, perfect moment, that perfect timing, it's not going to happen. You know what you have to do? You have to create the perfect time and the perfect opportunity and the perfect situation. That a lot of people become comfortable. They stop growing. They stop wanting anything. They, they become satisfied. People getting ready to go to jobs that they don't like. Jobs that are making them sick. You see, when you're not pursuing your goal, you are literally committing spiritual suicide. When you have some goal out here that you're stretching for and reaching for, that takes you out of your comfort zone, you'll find out some talents and abilities you have that you didn't know you have. When the messenger of misery visits you, what are you going to do? What will keep you in the game? There are things that you think you'll never need to know that you may only need to know one time in your life, but that could save your life because you had that knowledge. Unless you attempt to do something beyond that which you've already mastered, you will never grow. What is it that you looked at at some point in time and you decided that you couldn't do it? That you talked yourself out of it? You're waiting on your next door neighbor to make it happen for you. It may not happen. If you're waiting on your mother or your father, they may be so ancient in their thinking that they don't understand this opportunity that you have. And if you're waiting on them, it may never get done. You don't beg average people to be phenomenal. You don't beg good people to be phenomenal. You just are phenomenal and you will attract phenomenal. What reason can you remember that you can call on, that you can reach on, that can make you get back up? Find that reason. If you're not where you are, if you're not where you want to be, if you don't have what you want, you want to have, if you're not where you think you should be at this particular place, it has nothing to do with the system, but it has everything to do with the fact that you're not making the sacrifice. I want you to make that dream become a reality because if you don't, you will be working for somebody else to make their dreams become a reality. Everybody is against you or don't believe in you no more. And let me tell you something, that's a lonely feeling. It's a lonely feeling, particularly people that you're doing it for. Most people take their greatness, take their ideas to the graveyard with them. Listen to me, if it was easy, everybody would do it. There are people right now who are working who don't want to work. There are people who hate their jobs, but they keep getting up to do it. The wealthiest place on the planet is the graveyard. Because in the graveyard we will find inventions that we never ever were exposed to. Ideas, dreams that never became reality. Hopes and aspirations that were never acted upon. Question is what are you going to do with your time? What drives you? Greatness is a lot of small things done well. Day after day. Workout after workout, obedience after obedience, day after day. When things don't work out for you, when things happen that you could not anticipate, what are the reasons that you can think of that can keep you strong?
You will never ever be successful until you turn your pain into greatness, until you allow your pain to push you from where you are to push you to where you need to be. Stop running from your pain and embrace your pain. Your pain is going to be a part of your pride, a part of your product. I, I challenge you to push yourself. See, it's easy to be on the bottom. It doesn't take any effort to be a loser. It doesn't take any motivation, any drive in order to stay down there on a low level. But it calls on everything in you. You have to harness your will to say, I'm going to challenge myself. I mean that what you did last week don't count. Today, today is the only important day. There are 86,400 seconds in a day, and how you use those are critical. You got 86,400 today, and what you do today is going to see me who you are. Nobody's going to talk about what you did last week. That the biggest enemy you have to deal with is yourself. There's an old African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. You have this opportunity of a lifetime. It means absolutely nothing if you don't take advantage of it in the lifetime of this opportunity. I got a saying that when life knocks you down, try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it. To work day and night for To give up your time, your peace, and your sleep If all that you dream and scheme is about it, and life seems useless and worthless without it. See, it's time now. If you want to make this your decade, you've got to start saying yes to your life. You've got to start saying yes to your dreams. Yes to your unfolding future. Yes to your potential. As opposed to saying no. When you die, die on each. Leave no dream left behind, God. Leave no opportunity left behind. When you leave this earth, accomplish every single thing you can accomplish. Listen to me. You're going to be here one day, but you'll never get here if you give up, if you give in, if you quit. And finally, guys, you got to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. I get excited every time I hear that motivational piece on the show because I'm listening to it while I'm waiting for the next thing that I'm doing. And every time I hear something like I've heard it for the first time, find that thing in life that you want bad enough to give up sleep for it. And necessarily another person because if we've lived long enough, you know that your children, they have their own lives, your mates, they have their own dreams and aspirations, your family, your friends, they all have their own things that they want to do. So you have to find something that's within you, something intangible, something that only you would be let down by if you didn't do. And that thing will be um, an added value to the people around you. However, it has to be something that is so ingrained in yourself that you have to do it. Yes, you can get physically fit. We're going to talk with Coach Tony about that. You can get fit for your family, but at some point you need to have it in you to do it for you because you want to be healthy because you want to be your best version of you, and that's not a selfish thing. When you go on a flight, they tell you to make sure you secure your oxygen mask before you try to help other people. Why should you do such a selfish act? Because if you can't breathe in the process of helping someone else to secure their mask, both of you will end up dying. So let's try our best to save more than one life by you first making sure that you secure your mask and you're equipped 
to help other people. So when you're equipped to help other people live their dream and their passion, it's more likely to happen for them because you are able to make happen for others what's happened for you. The tears that I've shared on this journey, the lows and the highs that I've had on this journey, I can share that with other people and encourage them along the way. Now, it's going to take that person to just want it bad enough, not to be afraid that what I'm saying to them is going to fail miserably, where it's going to be as if they never even tried. What people do is they avoid trying so that they never get hurt, so they never have to feel any pain. They want to be able to always pay the light bill, always pay the cable bill, always pay the water bill, always, always never and making sure there's no blemish on the things that other people have invented. Somebody invented cable, somebody invented a system for us to have water in our home. All of these services we're paying for that someone else took a chance on, and it worked eventually. We've read enough stories, we've heard enough stories, we've watched enough movies about stories of people who have failed, who have tried a bunch of things that didn't work at first, and then they kept going back, and they finally found something that worked, right? Well, this could be you. That movie could be you. That book could be you if you take a chance. It's not going to work the first time. Let me give it to you that way. And if it does work for that first time, it's going to happen only for a limited time because guess what? Things change. People's needs change. I was selling Mary Kay once, and once I sold everybody, including men, a lipstick, they didn't need a lipstick right away again. They may need one in the next two or three months. What do I do? Everybody I knew bought a lipstick from me. So business was looking good. It was booming. Now I'm going to sell them another lipstick. What do I do? So even if it takes off the way and it seems like everybody wants what you want at first, come a point where there's a plateau. What do you do? And that may be a low point for you because you don't know what that is because you've always worked, <clears throat> excuse me, a nine to five or a seven to three or three to eleven, whatever. You've worked on someone else's job and your paycheck has been on time. And if your paycheck was not on time, you have someone to complain to. You can go right up to human resources and someone's going to cut you a check. Someone's going to explain to you why your check is not available, right? Okay. Well, the difference in being on a job and working for yourself is that it's not always that consistent. You have to work up to having that kind of system. And a lot of times you'll find that you're not paying yourself because you're you're having to pay for other services and pay for other people to do things for you um, to keep the business afloat. You may, of course, you, you may get to eat a little bit. You may get to keep your lights on from time to time. You may feel like you're struggling, but it's towards something that's deep within you that you can't give up no matter how nonsensical it may seem to other people, you keep fighting through and finding other ways to do it. So when he's talking in that motivational piece about that thing that will keep you up at night, that you would work day and night for, lose sleep over it, when you find your big why, when you find that thing inside of you that you must do, do it. Do it. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect in the sense that it's going to be right off the gate. There's going to be some mistakes. I have friends and family members around me that have had ideas. Like there was this nutty idea, and you may have seen it in the news, especially in the Durham area. I'm not. One of my friends posted it, and my mom was talking about being a cuddle buddy. Well, someone has started a business with that, and I think it started somewhere in Texas, but there's a guy in Durham who has a cuddle buddy business. And with the cuddle buddy business, he's making money, $60 an hour. I laughed at my mom. She didn't do it. So if I'm the reason she didn't do it, I feel so bad. 
she's had so many ideas and inventions over the years, and there's been other friends of mine who may have thought about an app or a service that they could provide, and they drug their feet on it, and someone else did that. The universe delivers out to us as a whole ideas that we can make money on. The universe delivers out to us lots of things that we could do to make money that's our passion, not just make money, but make a living and add value to our lives as well as the lives of others. Now, whether we take them up on it or not, the universe or not, that's a whole other story. I'm going to put one of my friends, uh, you've heard me talk about him before, he's in transportation, and there is Uber and Lyft in Charlotte, and other people in other cities have seen these ride programs. Well, he thought about doing one before Uber was really big here in Charlotte. Well, he didn't take that he didn't take the universe up on what they said or what it said. And guess what? Uber is here and Uber is rocking and rolling. All right? We're getting ready for Coach Tony Ussery in just a moment to do to talk the fitness game. I told you fitness is a total experience of the mind, body, and soul being in alignment. And he's going to help us in just a moment to be our best self. So you don't want to miss that. Get your pen and paper out. Class is for real in session.
Thank you so much for joining us today for This Needs to Be Said. We're getting ready to talk with Coach Tony Ussery. Hey, Coach. How you doing? I'm good. What's going on? What's the weather like where you are? Uh, it is 78 degrees, sunny. Ooh, I don't this, like you right now. Is, <laughs> I know you don't because this was – ready for this? This is the coolest day oh, I'm since listening. the last five days. And we were in the 80s. This last is the coolest week. day? This is the coolest day we've had in five yeah. days. No, I'm not. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, and see, yeah, I, I, I can't here complain and, um, about the weather. I, you know, I can't. I can't. I can never yeah, you complain. Shouldn't. I can you never, shouldn't. Exactly. How, how's the you weather there? Complain. We're over snowed in. Well, and you know, in Charlotte, when I say snowed in, it's not like when someone's in New York or up north when they say snowed in. But it's bad enough for us. <laughs> they closed gotcha. school, and people were on a couple of hour delay for work. So it's it's pretty bad for us. Dang. Okay. All right. Yeah, oh, I can't, dang. I can't. <laughs> dang, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, okay, I'll, I'll stay here. I will volunteer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'll volunteer to stay there? Okay, great. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I'll take the bullet <laughs> for today. <laughs> yeah, um, yes. Such a sacrifice. You know, Such a sacrifice. But t- today I wanted to talk about obstacles. Um and the, the reason that it came up actually last night in a session I had with uh, one of my clients, um, I train her, but I also do uh, neuro-linguistic programming with her too. And, um, you know, we've been talking about goal setting and, you know, write down your goals, getting your goals, and we're going to continue to talk about that. Um, and we're going to bring them to life. But I really want to talk about people getting over their obstacles because, you know, one of the things that I'm finding and, and is that is that people um, will will put their set their eyes on their obstacles before they set their eyes on their goals. And you know, it's oh, like oh wow, it's like you know, you write a goal down and you go, okay, I'm going to achieve that, all right. And then you put, let's say you place it someplace, but then all of a sudden this mountain seems to grow in front of it. It's an obstacle, and so it's like <clears throat> you know you can't even see around. You can't. It, it seems so big that you can't see around it to see to your goal. The only thing you can see is this thing in front of you. Um, the, the the what what the problem is is that every time we run into something, because we're emotionally attached to it, to us it's kind of unique. Even if we're going through it, say the tenth time. There's some uniqueness to it always because it's our problem. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's bigger than than your problem because it's my problem. And what we don't understand is every obstacle that 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 is out there has already happened. You know, before somebody's gone through it. Somebody's gone through cancer. Somebody's gone through, you know, uh, uh, being captured in war. Somebody's gone through being broke, somebody's gone through being scammed, somebody's gone through every obstacle that you can name, somebody's already gone through it. So it's not unique, you know, and and we need to understand that in order for us to have solutions to our to those obstacles, we need to really adjust our view of the obstacle and our perspective of the obstacle and our energy and chemistry of the obstacle. We have to change all that. And, you know, it's kind of like if I 
if I dump you, I mean, I don't know if you've done puzzles before, um, but you've seen those drawings for kids on a piece of paper where it's a maze, right? And they have to draw yeah. the line from one end and go out the, the, the maze. And the thing is, is that, uh-huh. you know, if you're inside the maze, if you're actually on the paper, it's really hard to find your way because of the perspective that you're looking. You know, all you see is walls in front, uh-huh. and, you know, you're trying to turn. You turn left, and there's there's no place to go. And then you go backwards, and then you go down, and you turn right, you know, and there's two or three places choices for you to go. Which one do I choose? You know, if I choose the wrong one, I'm I'm, I'm going to, to go down the wrong path. Well, the thing is, is that we need to stop and get out of the maze of the obstacle because that's basically what we are. We, we're so emotionally attached. We're so into it as far as our, our energy levels that we don't take a, we need to take a step back and even put our perspective in a higher point of view so that we remove ourselves out of the problem so that we can see the problem for truly what it is and then we can solve the problem. You, you follow me? I'm following you. Well, I give, I give you a prime example. Last night, uh, the girl that I was, I, 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 my client, she comes, she comes running, uh, and she had just got on a phone call. She comes running in and she's crying, and I'm going, "Okay, what's the problem?" And she's like, "Well, she has a boyfriend who is." They, they, they've broken up, and now it looks like they were trying to get back together. And she had an incident at work that she told him about, and he turned it around on her to try to make her seem like she was a bad person. And, and I went, okay, okay, stop for a minute, the emotions, and let's look at this for a second. Now, you told me what he said to you. Now, let me ask you a question. Why did he say it to you? And she looked at me like really strange. And I went, why are you looking at me like that? I said, remember, you want to solve the problem, we're going to change the perspective of how you're looking at the problem. You know what he said. Let me ask you a question about what he said. Is it true? And she said, no. I said, okay. So now if a stranger had walked up to you and said the same thing he said, would you be crying? No, I'd be telling that stranger to kiss my butt. That's not me. I said, okay, so the only reason you're allowing the emotions to get to you right now is because it was him who said it and you're emotionally attached. So let's unattach for a second. Now why did he say it? Well, why is that important? Well, why is, the, why is it going to get you the solution of what's going on? I said, so he used this to try to do what? He's trying to get you to not be, because he kept saying, you're too feisty, you're too feisty, you're too feisty. And that was what he, his, his whole thing was during the, during the conversation. I was like, okay, so let me get this straight. You're too feisty. Okay, so that means that you have feist and you have too much of it, according to him. So it's good to have some feist, but according to him, you're too feisty. So by his definition, what's enough feist for you? And she went, okay, 
what? I was like, okay, you can only be so feisty. So what's, why is he saying you're too feisty? He's saying that's your problem. That's why you're having a problem with people, and you know that's not true. You know that's something he's saying. Why is he saying it? Well, to get me to not be as opinionated or whatever, or as aggressive, whatever. I'm like, right. So what is he trying to do? And it clicked. She's trying to control the situation. She's trying to control me. Use this situation to control me. Right. So Wasn't he that used your that problem situation. With this guy? Wow. Wow. Okay. You're going there. Okay. So he's using that okay. situation with what's happening at work to get her to see something that he believes is a problem with him and her. With her. Not him. No. With her. Not him. Oh. Remember, remember, oh. he pointed okay. the finger at her. And that's what most people do. Most people, you know, think about it. You know, when you go to counseling, people go to marriage counseling, people are pointing fingers. They're not going, this is our problem. They're going, this is her problem or his problem. Right? Okay? So the thing is, right. he was using this to try to control the situation. Based on that, we took it, I made her look at it in a different perspective. Once she saw the perspective, she was like, well, wait a minute. This guy, that's why we broke up in the first place. He's been trying to control me all along. I said, voila, you've just answered your, your situation. You just answered your problem. Problem is, oh, and then, by the way, he said, look, my phone's about to die. I'm going to call you back in 10 minutes, and you better answer the phone. I went, oh, okay. And she really hadn't picked up on that. Yeah, she hadn't picked up on that. And I was like, hmm, okay, so how old are you? And she said, I'm 23. I went, okay. I said, now, when was the last time your parents told you you better answer the phone? She started by, she said, I was 14. I was like, so let me get this straight. Some guy, and let me check. Let me, let me, see, your, let me see your hands. Okay, there's no rings. Let me see your nose. There's no ring in your nose. Okay, so basically you're not married to him and you're not his slave. So based on that, he's trying to tell you to do something that your parents haven't told you to do in how many years? Oh, okay. So does that give you a hint of what he's doing, why he's doing what he's doing? I said, here's what you need to do. Wow. You need to detach yourself from that situation. You need to put him on hold and figure out if this is something you really want in your life. Because the problem wasn't what he said to you. The problem is why he said it and what he's trying to get out of it. Hence the obstacle. So what I'm saying is wow. when we look at problems, we need to look at problems like they're diamond. Okay, they have all kind of facets, all right, and the solution is there, but if we get too close to it, all you see is one side of the diamond. You see one edge of the diamond. You don't see the whole thing. You don't see the whole maze. It's like you got to rise above the maze and look down on it like you're looking at it on paper so you can see. Once you change your, your perspective and you change your energy about the situation and you strip the emotions out of it, and let your your brain do its work, the solution will come. Prime example, how many people say they can't work out because they don't have time, right? 
Oh, all of you hear that all the time. <laughs> you hear that all the time, right? We, we, we right? say it. Well, I said it myself. But then you you strip away you strip away the emotion. You take the perspective and you start examining what you're doing with your time. Hmm. By by looking at what I do, I've wasted about two, three, four hours in a day that I could have been using working out instead of doing some kind of mundane situation or doing something that I thought was was supposedly important, but all it was was a time filler so that it felt I'm, I felt that I was working. Uh-huh. Okay. So now, but now, now, now think about it. Had I wanted to go shop, I would have found the time. Had I wanted to go to the movies, somehow two hours would have appeared and I would have been able to go. <laughs> right? You're right. That's, that's, right. That's what I really wanted to do. So guess what? I found a way to find a solution. Okay? Most of the time we get into the jams that we're in, and their answer's there, but we don't want that answer because we don't really want to do that, whatever that is. We don't want, we, we, uh-huh. we don't want the problem. But we don't want to solve the problem either because once we know what the steps are to, to, to get out of the problem, we don't want to take those steps. But we'll find a way to do the wow. things we want to do. We do. We do. So truly wow. the obstacle the obstacle is there to what for two reasons. One, it's something that's that's letting us not do the thing that we say we want to do, but we really don't want to do. Okay? Uh-huh. And two, and two, everybody has problems. And so that problem is just another way to learn how to be successful if we allow it or uh-huh. to learn, if, if another way to learn how to fail. One of two things is going to happen. You're either going to fail or you're going to be, you'll be successful. The thing is, is that, you know, most people don't understand that that lesson is going to keep coming around. You're going to keep attracting that lesson until you until you get successful at it. Once you get successful at it, it seems to go away. You know, once wow. once it's like it's like you know a salesperson that's just learning how to sell. They might be terrible at the beginning. Once they get one or two sales under their belts and they learn how to do it, then it's like, hmm, I can do this. You know, and then all of a sudden they get good at it. Guess what? They never have to worry about. They never have to worry about whether they can sell or not. They can sell. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. That word is gone right. because they've learned that lesson. They've, they've done the work to learn that lesson. You know, it's a lot of people that have, that have money issues out there. But there's a lot of people uh-huh. that will tell you that, you know what, I used to have money issues, and now it just seems like when I need money, I, the money's there. And you know what it is? They've put in the practices, the things that get them, whether that's working two jobs, whether that's working smarter, you know, whatever it is, it's the thing that has alleviated their situation. Time, you know, uh-huh. they say time management. Really, you know, that, that excuse me. That's a falsity. There's no such thing as time management because time keeps going. You can't manage time. You know, time just going to keep moving. 
you know. But you can uh-huh. use, time utilization is what we need to learn properly. How to utilize time, not so much how to try to manage it, because you can't. But what you can do is you can utilize it properly. And there's a lot of things that we uh-huh. do, you know, the old eighty twenty rule, you know, twenty percent, eighty percent of your best is done in twenty percent work, and twenty percent of what you do is done in eighty percent of the work. So now, when you look at it, okay. that eighty percent is a waste. If we didn't get rid of the eighty percent and just do the twenty percent. And let's keep duplicating that. How much more? How much? How much better would be? How much more successful would be if we just could find that twenty percent and lock and load on that twenty percent and forget about all the trivial mundane crap that we do that we think is work or we think is the answer. Mm-hmm. We think we're doing. You know what I mean? But that takes us right. sitting down and really looking at ourselves and really goaling our situation out back to goals again. So we goal out what uh-huh. we want. And then we don't let the obstacles get in front of the goal. We don't let that happen. We're eye on the goal, and we keep our eyes focused on the goal and what it takes to get to that goal. What's that 20% that we have to do to get to that goal? And guess what happens? The obstacles seem to just fall away once you don't allow them to be the mountains that people think they are. They're actually molehills. Uh-huh. You know? But okay. when we're when we're in I the midst of our fight with them, we look at them as mountains, but they truly aren't. They're just molehills that we just have to deal with. Uh huh. And so, our thing today, the lesson today, is to look at where you are. Look at so your so-called obstacles. Write all your obstacles down today, and then really examine just how bad is it. Is there no solution? Wow. And then and then take a piece of paper with each of your obstacles and write, no matter how absurd it sounds, some people say do 20, I say do 30, because it's going to get really absurd to some of your answers. 20, 30 solutions to your obstacles, whatever it is. Now, is that, and is that 30 solutions per one obstacle? For one obstacle. Whatever it is, come up with 30 solutions to that obstacle. Okay. Okay? And it could, be, okay. it could be bizarre. It doesn't matter. Whatever comes to mind, write it down. And then walk okay. away from it. Just walk away from it. Because what you've just done is you've gotten your conscious mind to think about it. You've gotten your conscious mind to put in the order that you want to solve that obstacle. And so uh-huh. you've got your conscious mind working on it. Now, as soon as your conscious mind gets everything out of it that it's thinking about and walks away from it, then guess what? The real workers can start working. The subconscious can go to work and really solve the problem. And the problem, the answer might be on that piece of paper, but more than likely it might not because you haven't come up with the solution yet. Your mind hasn't done it yet. But your mind will come up with the perfect solution for you if you let it, if you get out of the way. But first, uh-huh. you, have to, you have to look at it as what it is. It's just a whole bunch of different energy out there that you have to look at differently because that's what everything is anyway. That obstacle is nothing but a bunch uh-huh. of energy that's not, you're not resonating with right now. You have to figure out 
okay, that's not right. That needs to be moved out of my way. What is it? Let me look at it. Let's examine it for what it really is. You start putting it down on paper, it starts to get stupid sometimes. Uh-huh. And so, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be that you're broke. You don't have a job. You don't have you don't have money. You don't have a place to live. Whatever. It could be whatever it is. There's an answer to it. You just have to get in the proper frame, the, the proper mindset, and 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 in the proper the 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 and look at it properly, and 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 utilize the tools that you've now been given to work it out. Now here's the here's uh-huh. the thing. Once you get the answer, you got to act. And you know that, and that's the most important part. I, I, yeah, I can give you an answer to a problem, but if you don't act on it, guess what? That's all me. Exactly. Wow. But I wanted this to do really that good. Yeah. I'm glad you did. Um, looking at helping people find their truth. And I posted on the TNTVS talk show fan page, when setting a goal, are you focusing more on the obstacle or the goal, which was a great question that you started this conversation out with. And, of course, I'm going through my head with all the things in my life that I think are holding me back. And I'm going to have to definitely sit down and spend some time per perceived obstacle and give it a solution and and begin working those things out. Um Someone said to me on last week, when we feel stressed about something, it's really a trigger that something needs to happen. It's not a bad thing. It's a trigger that something needs to happen. And I'm I'm hearing that constantly um, in my thoughts as you're talking about the obstacles and how we need to, you know, evaluate how many ways we can solve this perceived obstacle. How can we make time to go work out or how can we, you know, reach that goal that we set in front of us um, without all the excuses. And if you find after you do all of that, you know, writing down 30 solutions per obstacle, if you find that you still want to have that excuse, that then becomes you. And you can you know, no longer realistically argue, you know, nobody will help me or I can't get out of this situation or I'm stuck. So putting pen to paper every time you have a um, reach your goal or to uh, work something out to put a strategy together. We're always writing something down, and I know I find my truth when I'm writing it down. And I have to read it back to myself, or I'm looking at like, wow, you know, I could do, or I didn't list everything that I do, or I need to, you know, cut out some unnecessary tasks. And here we go again um, with another opportunity to remove obstacles, to another opportunity to reach our goals. This time we're removing obstacles, and we're going to be our own solution. And you've said this to us before. If we would just relax, our subconscious will give us the answer. So this has been really good. I mean, just for me personally, um, I'm over here making notes and seeking to find my truth. And as you do every week, you help us um, come up with a a stellar plan to do that. So until next week, I think our call to action is um, look at what we perceive as obstacles and write those 30 solutions per obstacle down. I don't know how I take another assignment, Coach. <laughs> no, that's it. That's your assignment. All right, then. All right. That's your assignment. I don't know if I can do oh, yeah. it anymore. I got a, I got a lot of problems. <laughs> I hear you. And one little thing, you know, you know that definition uh-huh. of stress? You know what stress truly is? Yeah. 
Okay. Stress is your I'm mind listening. fighting with your mind. Mm-mm. Okay. It's your subconscious and your conscious in battle. Because think about it. What's mm. the first thing they tell you that you need to do to, to get rid of get rid of stress? Relax. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are they talking about relax your body <laughs> or relax your relax mind? Relax your mind. Exactly. Why would you need to relax your mind? Well, that's because your mind is at tension. And the only reason your mind mm-hmm. is at tension is when it's battling itself. Mm-hmm. Okay? Wow. That's why you relax. So that's that simple the, enough. The, the, your mind does the job it's supposed to do. So you get out of your mind's way. So you, you understand what I'm saying? So, you know, it's kind of like I said, you're trying to force that 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 square peg in that round hole, you know, consciously when your subconscious is mm-hmm. it's not gonna fit. It's not fit. Mm-hmm. So you know that mm-hmm. that that's your stress. You know, it, think about it like this: a lot of people go to work, especially in LA, get in traffic jams every day. They know they're gonna be there, and they stress about it. Oh my mm-hmm. god! Okay, mm-hmm. well, either or either yeah. leave mm-hmm. early. Leave early or do what most, a lot of people do. You know what? That's my learning time. I know I'm going to be on the road, so I'm going to throw something in positive. Uh-huh. I'm going you know, to throw something in that I'm passionate about, and I'm going to use that time to learn instead of listening to news or whatever I'm listening to. I'm going to learn. I'm going to use uh-huh. that, that time to be positive, you know. And guess uh-huh. what? I get to work. I'm in much better spirit than I would be yeah. if I'm worried about getting to work. Because I'm going to get to work when reminder. I get to work because of traffic. Because if I, if I jumped into traffic, I'm going to get there when I get there. Mm-hmm. So you, yep. you know, you, you, you run, you revving up and getting on people's butts and, you know, worried about this person in this lane and that person in that lane and you stressing, that's getting you nowhere. Yeah. You know, that's, and, uh, and that's yeah. your mind. Again, your mind battling with your mind because, you know, part of your mind is going, you're being stupid about this. You're not going to get there any faster. And part of your mind is going, right. hey, man, you know, we got to do this. We got to get there. We got, Okay, simmer down, <laughs> you know, back back down, and then understand uh-huh. that there's a great time, you know, if you're traveling an hour, two hours, you know, to go to work, there's a great time for you to learn, get some of that learning uh-huh. out of the way, you know. Again, time that's utilization. Great. Yep, that's a great reminder. Mm-hmm. Time utilization, that's a great word, great term. So like you, have your, 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 you have your marching orders for, for this week. I and do. Next week do. we'll get back to the goals. All right. Sounds good, Coach. Thank you, and until next week, all right? All right. You have a good one. You too. I'm Darren Marlar, and this is your Daily Dose of Weird News. NFL sources tell ESPN that a suspension for general manager Ray Farmer, a loss of a draft pick, and a fine for the team are among the possible sanctions the Cleveland Browns are facing in the NFL's investigation into allegations that texts were being sent to the sidelines during games. Texting apparently is a violation of the NFL's rules prohibiting electronic communication during games. You know what the Browns record? I'm guessing those texts include messages like, OMG, that cheerleader is hot, and what do they call this a pigskin if it's made of cow leather? 
Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds have named their recently arrived baby girl James. Yes, okay, I'm guessing uh, Rye was hoping for a boy. Oh, well, you know, at least they didn't name the kid Grapefruit or Turnip. In a video posted last week on YouTube, Rosie O'Donnell gives her reasons for leaving The View for a second time. In the video, O'Donnell explains that stress is very bad for heart attack survivors. She says, I'm minimizing my stress by leaving The View and just focusing on what I need to focus on, and that's my health and my family. And even better, her leaving the show is also better for the health and families of everyone else working on The View. The United States has issued new, tougher policies governing the civilian use of drones. So, there goes my idea for a Mother's Day gift. The Philadelphia Eagles said last week they are not responsible for an unfortunate juxtaposition in the team's official 2015 calendar. A photo of wide receiver Riley Cooper is featured for February, which is Black History Month. Cooper was criticized two years ago after an online video appeared showing him using racial slurs during a concert. In a news release, the Eagles said, We do not oversee the production of the annual team calendar. We do not provide any input about the players who are featured or where those pictures appear in the calendar. The NFL licenses the production of that calendar to a third party, and we do not have an opportunity to review the material. So uh, here's a good way to turn lemons into lemonade. Celebrate by taping Riley's picture over the nearest dartboard and have at him. There you go. Happy Black History Month. And as you've already heard, Jon Stewart says that he is stepping down sometime later this year as host of Comedy Central's The Daily Show. Apparently it has something to do with being in a helicopter in Iraq, being shot at, something like that. That's your Daily Dose of Weird News. I'm Darren Marlar. Get more weird news anytime, anywhere at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. While you're there, you can download the free app for Apple or Android, subscribe to my YouTube channel, visit my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more. Check it out at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. Peace and love, world. It's your man, Tayanis, and you are now listening to my new single, Stronger Soul Sister, exclusively on This Needs to Be Said Radio. So don't touch that down. That means don't go nowhere. We here with my girl, DJ Butterscotch. Keep on rocking, baby. One love. Struggle trying to bring life to your vision See, I know this well is vicious, but you strong Taking care of business and your home Say cut this song, cause it's your song See, I know he did you wrong You passed that, cause you grown Holding it down on your own It's solid as an earth stone Even when your back's against that wall Your instinct takes over So you can conquer all And I have nothing but respect for your elegant intellect Don't let this world get you down Get that weight up off your chest Cause when you stay prayed up Blessings come down, carry yourself just like a queen Then kings will come around, infatuated with her aura Can't do nothing but adore her So there's no reason why we shouldn't break our backs for So put your ones up, for sisters elevation Cause if God made us, let's take care of God's creation Can you see what you want? 
she faints, never gives up, she holds it down, works all day and night, if she's gotta come what may, and she'll say, it makes her strong, 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 that much stronger, hey, yeah, 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 my sister, Beautiful soul sister, manifesting inspiration when my spirit needs that lift up. I know this well is vicious, but you strong. I have feelings that lie way deeper than digging the love zones. It's something about your vibe that should be treasured. Her soul side lives in her message. Her presence is my pleasure. I know her past was aggressive. It left her in question. Where will all that stress in? So she can receive that blessing. But overall, my queen walks tall. Her love's out of this world, like solar system stars. I want to be where you are, no Michael. To be that man of faith that puts her into all your bad cycles. Infatuated with her aura, can't do nothing but adore her. So there's no reason why we shouldn't break our backs for her. So put your ones up for sister's elevation. Because if God made us, let's take care of God's things. No can you see she faints, never gives up, she holds it down, works all day and night, if she's gotta come what may, and she'll say, it makes her strong, 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 that much stronger, hey, yeah, 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 my sister, beautiful soul sister, hey, yeah, yeah. For my sister So strong Alright Yeah Say put your ones up in the air put For my sister You know you're strong You know you're strong Say put your ones up in the air For my sister You know you're strong Put your ones up in the air For my sister You know you're strong Say put your ones up in the air For my sister My sister, beautiful, beautiful soul sister. sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. My sister, beautiful, beautiful soul, soul sister. sister. Yeah. Oh, Don't let this world get you down. Get that weight up off your chest. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Soul sister. A new must-have product is soon available. It's the first Apple-licensed dual connector that's one key-size charging connector for iPhone and Android, and it's available on pre-order for 50% off on the crowdfunding site Indiegogo. Visit echokeys.com to find out more about the Echo Connect Key. Finally, one product to charge all your devices. That's Echo Connect Key. Echokeys.com. college. It's coming and many families just aren't ready. What if there was a better way? Pick the better college and don't let costs get in the way. Game Theory College Planners is a private organization that can help your family with college. We save families an average of forty dollars to $60,000 off a four-year education. We present one of the most complete college planning platforms in the country and we're supported with over 20 years of research. Visit GameTheoryCollege.com for more information and to schedule a free phone consultation. GameTheoryCollege.com
Buy cell phone cases and accessories at iGotStore.com. Pay less at iGotStore.com. Introducing a completely customizable, secure, and affordable Wi-Fi network called iNet. We provide rural or previously unserved agricultural rich regions and communities with wireless connectivity. Our proprietary wireless networks are geared to fill in the gaps left by traditional wireless providers. Paired with our Brain application, growers are able to integrate wireless-capable technologies such as remote monitoring systems and sensors. To learn more, go to www.intelligentwirelessnetworks.com. Concerned about the chemicals in your deodorant? What if you could use an organic deodorant that actually works? At Naturally Beautiful You, we have the perfect product for you. Check out our other organic and natural body products as well while you're in our store. That's www.naturallybeautifulbeutifulu.com. Sign-In Electronically is a paperless electronic signature capture system designed to be an affordable, easy-to-use replacement for any facility currently using a sign-in sheet. Our clients include doctor's offices, hospitals, corporations, daycare centers, tax offices, and school systems. Currently, we offer signature pad, touchscreen, wireless tablet, or custom-designed software solutions to meet our customers' needs. For more information, visit us on the web at www. SIE2001.com or call 706-663-4773. Sign in electronically. Capturing signatures effortlessly. This needs to be said.
DJ Echo. DJ Delmatic. So free.
thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneedstobesaid.com, by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer, as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you. There's an elephant in the room. You were thinking it, so we're going to talk about it. Until we meet again in the same place at the same time, have a super day.